tell me nothing bossed up and I changed the game. Screaming is my big bronze boogie got all them girls shook. shook. My big fat ass got all them boys cooked. Hook. We're from dollar bills and I be popping rubber bands. Yeah. Bruno Sang tell me while I do my money dance like. Welcome back to our um, ninth episode of our Black Expand podcast. My name is Ashton. You're Winola. <laughs> oh, this is Winola. I'm Joy. And I'm Micah. Um, oops. Uh, yeah, so Winola, this is her first time here. Would you like to explain everyone who you are? Yeah. Um, hi, my name is Winola. Um, this is my third year here at Stan State. Um, I'm a bio major, and I'm also the secretary of BSU here on campus. So this is our first episode back at school um, for the second semester. So, like, how are you guys' like breaks and everything? I didn't do much. Like, I just, you didn't do anything. What is not much? Oh uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, really, I didn't do anything. Like, I just did my little cycle of waking up, eating food, watching TV, going back to bed every day. Mm, that sounds so eventful. <laughs> yeah. How was your break, Joy? I mean, I pretty much did the same thing as Wanola. Like, I only came outside my house, like, twice the whole break. <laughs> so, I mean, I was pretty much on the couch the whole time. For the most part, I was just studying and watching my Lakers. Shout out to LeVar. Uh, yeah, Alonzo just dropped an album today, by the way. So, y'all y'all should probably listen to that, too. No comment. Yeah, no, no comment. for real. No comment. Alonzo dropped a song about LeVar, and it's just, like, LeVar talking in the intro for, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lonzo starts rapping. But yeah, um, that was my break. All you guys did was sit and watch TV. Okay, what did you do then? Sounding so vacation. Okay. Uh yeah, that was like my gift for my twenty first birthday. Oh. So yeah, I also I did that, turned twenty one. Oh, oh you turned twenty one. Wasn't that special. Oh. Yeah. Because I really when I turned twenty one I was on break. I was in school still oh. writing a paper staying up to oh. I didn't go to sleep on my birthday so you went to I, that. I wrote the paper like the entire time where'd you go on your uh, 21st um to Tenerife Tenerife mm-hmm. in the Canary Islands is that a bar oh, wow. a bar is that a oh, bar oh shit no <laughs> <laughs> on my 21st I was in Turlock I was still writing that pa- I was writing a paper oh shoot and then I went home you were here literally went- into the last day Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! What, what about the other six weeks of what? A break. Oh, I went to bars. Um. <laughs> so you were at that twenty-one feeling. Yeah, kind of. Oh dang! When it, you it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, when you turn twenty-one, like the first day is amazing. You're like, wow, I can go <laughs> buy a beer, <laughs> but it wears off after like a week when people start asking you to like. <laughs> Um, so okay. for the next BSU meeting, wait, no, say what you're gonna say. <laughs> um, you wow, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it is Black History Month. We've had quite a few events going on with the BSU. Like yesterday, we sold roses for Valentine's Day. Yes. Um, what is our next event, Winola? Um, next event is the art, is the art appreciate. No, actually, next event is the no you're right next event is the art appreciation on um wednesday 
I believe. And then um, we have our uh, black ball on the 23rd. Black Excellence Black Ball. Black Excellence Ball on the 23rd um, from 7 to 10 p.m. as well. FYI, there's going to be a very special guest showing up yes. to the Black Excellence Ball. I can't tell you who he is, but... Is it you? No. Oh, it's no. someone special. Someone special. Special. Yeah. Oh, y'all holding out on us I now. know. Okay. Tell me. I'll just give you That's a hint. Tell me after the podcast. I'll give you a hint of who it is and... I'll just say platinum. Are you lying? I'm dead ass. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> um. So, are we gonna go into the um, what the next meeting's about? Yeah. So the next meeting is gonna be about. Well, you guys are gonna hear this on Saturday. Yeah. So the next meeting is gonna be about hip hop and like how that affects the black community. Because I know a lot of you brothers be in the barbershop and you hear the old dudes talking about how. Uh, 50 Cent is ruining the culture and all that. So, yeah. Cameron. Yeah. And uh, after like the passing of a few rappers lately, I just figured um, it'd be an interesting topic to talk about, you know, how drugs are glorified by some artists and how that affects the youth. And like, you know, I just feel like it'd be a good dialogue mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, that. What do you guys think about that? I, I have to agree. Um, Depending on who you're listening to and basically depending on who you're listening to and what you're listening to definitely can influence you. I know some rappers like like we call, like to call it they call it mumble rap now because it's just basically like the same thing over and over again. And like, an era of hip hop is dead. But, you know, I mean, it's it's just change and some of it's good and some of it's like really bad. So, yeah, I mean, like I always hear the argument. Oh, they're rapping about what they see and stuff like that. And like, yeah, but you know, like if future's reality is Percocet, Molly Percocet, <laughs> then like, <laughs> then like, damn, you need to, you know, broaden your horizons a little Didn't bit. He, say he doesn't even do those drugs. No, yeah. he doesn't. He really doesn't. Yeah. He really doesn't. And yeah. I'm not surprised. I just, I think it's not necess- the reason rappers become so like drug influenced, I guess. Is because just the way that um, I don't know. How, I really don't know how to put this in words, but it seems as though rap is kind of the new genre of music that I guess like teens relate to, just because it's rebellious in the same way that rock used to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I dropped my phone. <laughs> um. So I just feel like that's all. That's my whole piece. That's no. what I to say. No, I agree. I agree with you. You know, like um, rock and roll was like that thing back in the day that your parents would be like, if you listen to rock and roll, your brain's going to go dead and all this stuff. And now hip hop's the new version of that. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just like parent kids think like, oh, if I listen to this, that means I'm so like whatever. And I'm just like, OK, OK, I guess. That's definitely. Thank you. Yeah, to like go along with that. I noticed like. The shock, like, to get shock value in hip-hop, it's, like, so different because I remember, like, when Eminem was coming up. I'm sounding like an old man. But <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I remember when, like, Eminem was coming up. When Eminem would say stuff, everyone would be like, wow, he really just said that. He called out George Bush. And then now Eminem dropped his album, and he was saying, like, he's basically saying, like, all the same stuff, and no one even, like, 
Everyone just like shrugged their shoulders because I mean, you. Whack well, yeah, Eminem. Yeah, Eminem has fell off, but uh, I don't know. Once we've like went shoot, we went through Odd Future, and their shock value was like out of this through world. The roof. Yeah, through when the they were coming roof, up. Like, so. you know, they they, they <laughs> sing about bees and. Happiness yeah. and our boy. Show it was really good. Oh, was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh? I said, oh, was it? Oh, how was it? Yeah. I said, oh, was it? Oh, like, yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Can I talk about this real quick? Yes. Yeah. So it was Tyler the Creator and Vince Staples. Oh, that's um, lit. So I'm gonna oh, tell you my experience well, well. since like we have this platform, but um, it was just kind of sad because I believe. Vince was opening for Tyler, but it felt more like a joint a joint show. And you could tell mm-hmm. that the entire crowd was mostly there for Tyler, including me, because when Vince was on the stage, the crowd was dead silent. It was absolutely... Well, I mean, like... It was dead silent. I felt, I felt really bad. But, like, at the same time, I'm like... I don't know. Vince is cool. Like, I like he, Vince. He, I've but... listened to, like, a, the few things that I've heard, like, have been good. yeah. But exactly what you said, like the few things that I've heard, oh, <laughs> those yeah. are like the key. It's kind of it's like like Stanfest and like Warrior Day, like the opening acts, depending on who they are, we're just all kind of like standing there looking at them, like we the don't bandas? know what's going on. The banda people. Oh yeah, before yeah. <laughs> before Stanfest. Not the banda, like like the opening, like you know how like we have like like the opening acts. The opening no, acts. The main act wasn't even like. <laughs> what are you so mean? Wait, wasn't it wow. T Pain though? It was yeah. Like, Oh, Steph- oh, no, I am I'm talking about Warrior Day. Oh. oh. About Let's not talk about that. Sorry. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. The, the, well, you know, yeah, the band was pretty lame. <laughs> but then again, like, that's not really what we listen to. Okay. You know, so. I like. No, you don't. Name one. Don't lie. Don't lie. <laughs> but I guess since we're on the topic of music, has anyone seen the, or not seen? Has anyone listened to the Black Panther album? Like yes. three songs. I've listened to like <laughs> three songs. My favorite out of all of them. It was a single before, but it's the the King's Dead and Ops. Ops, right, Ashton? I believe so. Yeah, Ops. Like not Ops is more like Oops. Is it Oops or Ops? Let us it's know. Ops. Um, it's O P P S. I look at it. It's Ops. I thought it was Ops. It's Ops. Yeah, but but when Nola said Oops. Okay, <laughs> whatever, whatever. I but it it's like album. it's like a storytelling song, so it's like really interesting. With Vince Staples. Yeah, with Vince Staples. So I mean, you guys should check that one out. It's really good. It's like uh, it's basically telling a story. I haven't heard like storytelling raps in a long time so like this is really one that you should listen to yeah since you know since you brought up Vince Staples again <laughs> I just uh, you know I just feel like he's he's just like a feature artist you know what I mean like I would never go to a concert to look for him his con- the, the thing is though is that his performance was actually really good I mean actually he had no stage presence but he like the visuals as far as like what he had you know behind him yeah, um, that was it. Was it was entertaining? It was popping. Yeah, but it was just like the crowd was responding. Well, anyway, concert. Back to the album, I really liked Paramedic. Yeah, yeah I really like Paramedic. Mm. But I mean, I kind of listened to like more than half the album at like two to three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> so I can't really tell you like any specific songs. But from what I listened to, I really liked the album. Yeah, I think I don't know. I would I would not expect Kendrick to get on a song with. S O B R B E, and even though he was only on for like what, like a second, 
Yeah, like, like maybe, literally a second. Yeah, but I just think he elevated that song a lot better just for like grace and his. I agree. I I agree on that as well. You know what I mean? Just like a Beyonce, just sings like one note. It just makes the whole song better. Oh. Yep, right. You're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. Somebody <laughs> said that the album is supposed to be not a conversation, but like half of the album is towards Black Panther and the other one is towards Killmonger because Paramedic is like halfway through the album because the album is like one through f- it's 14 songs and then the seventh one, Paramedic, he says I am Killmonger. What is Killmonger? He's the uh, villain, villain in the movie. In the movie. Yeah, oh. he's the bad guy of the the whole Black Panther scheme. Yeah. Well, I mean as shoot <laughs> as like complex as Kendrick likes to be I wouldn't doubt it. I know. To be honest with you. <laughs> So what do you guys think about the actual movie coming out? Um, I'm so excited. I'm watching it tonight, actually. Mm. Midnight. Well, not technically. It's not a midnight premiere, but I'm watching it tonight. Oh, so we actually talked about uh, going to go see the movie. So I find it very interesting that Winola went on and got her something. First off, first off, off, I bought my tickets like a month ago. Mm -hmm. And I thought everyone was going to be like me. Wait, that's even worse. Pause. (laughs) That's even worse. So she bought her ticket a month ago and let okay. everybody talk in conversation. Oh, How are we gonna get a ticket? <laughs> and she already oh, okay. mad at me. Okay. Like I didn't even buy my ticket. Well, that's even the better part. Mm. Oh, you didn't? No. I got a I got a homie to hook it up. So impressive. Mm. I'm you sorry. Information. I'm like sorry, you got y'all. the hookup and it's uh, I got the hookup. Um as far as the movie, um, I, I'm excited to see it. I'm definitely for representation in film as far as, like, seeing, like, that entire class, cast. Um, but I've just seen a lot of, like, the little think pieces on Twitter and people just saying, like, really kind of, like, not stupid well, opinions. Is it the fake no, woke No, it is people? stupid opinions. Huh? Is, it, is it the fake wokes? Kind of. Okay. It is it's the like fake, the fact yeah. that they think this is some like huge revolution. It's like, it's, it's a film. It's not. Nothing's going to change. The money's not <laughs> even going The to. money, the, first of all, everyone's like, oh my gosh, the like producers are black. I'm like, yeah, luckily the producers are black, but the director's white. Like, well, well, shoot, who who owns the production exactly. company? Exactly, Disney. It's Disney, everybody. It's Disney. Yeah, it's, I think people get too caught up in like seeing the cast, the family. This is this is not a black film. This is a superhero film. Thank you. And he just happens to be called Black, black Panther. Panther. But right. I think because of the group that forms, like I forgot when they formed, like sixties or seventies or something like yeah, that. Sixties. People liken it to them, and they think that it's like a super pro black film. I'm, but the, I doubt that it's I it's really so. not like yeah. I used to read the comic books. It's really not. It's Did just it? like yeah, he's doing his own thing. Yeah, it was like it was referenced off the movement, but like mm. his name, but like the whole story behind him is not definitely not behind any of the 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 whole rights or whatever. It was just basically the name and the idea of this hero coming from a African country that doesn't even exist. What's the name Saving of the, the world. What's the name of the country? Uh, Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that I've sounds been realistic. I've a lot though. of that, like, <laughs> on Instagram, like, the promotion pages, like, this is the life of Wakanda, like, the badges and the stickers and shirts and stuff. Like, I've been seeing a lot of that. I mean, like, it's good. It's good because, like, like, it's, like, like I said, it's representation. Like, that's what people are really after. Right. But when people start escalating it to, like, this whole, like, this movie is meant for black people only. Like it's a superhero movie. It's not just meant it's for everyone to enjoy, but the representation is definitely what people are wanting to have and looking for. And that's what I'm really like excited about 
more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I do think it'll be a really good film though. Yeah. But as far as like the music and everything goes, this is like really late in the news, but Wale got dropped from Atlantic <laughs> last I'm night. I'm actually sad. I'm really sad about that. They need a, I don't know what's going on, but they need to put him back. Like, yeah. Sign him. Somebody else needs to sign him because. I have not listened to Wale since I was in high school. <laughs> and I think that's partially why he's been dropped because most people are maybe like me. I mean, like his last album was was it Shine? Yeah, Shine was released last year, and I mean, like a few of the songs were on the radio for a while, like Fashion Week and uh, P P Y T. Yeah, yeah, I li- I like that album. Yeah, I and I don't, I just don't know what happened. Like, I don't feel like people say he's kind of like falling off the wagon, but at the same time, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think the talent is still there, but he he kind of um. He kind of pushed his own self out of the industry because, like, he he was getting in beefs with Meek Mill. Like, that, they're supposed to be in the Tom same Lauren. camp. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I live for those tweets. I live for those tweets. Yeah, but he 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 got into it with Kendrick on Twitter. Believe it or not. Uh, Wait, when? When did he do that? Well, not specifically Kendrick, but he tweeted about Kendrick because, mm-hmm. like, a fan tweeted him, and they were like, "You and Kendrick need to make like a collab album or something like that." And he was like. He tweeted back, oh, well, Kendrick never answers the phone. And then Kendrick's, yeah, and then Kendrick's producer was like, see, that's why nobody works but you, because you always acting like a little female. Like, he said that to him on Twitter. Ooh. And, like, you know, Wale reacted all. Yeah. I know you're home, Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I liken Wale to, like, a man or woman that can't keep a significant other, because, like, they could be a great person, but there's obviously something wrong and that is most definitely why nobody is sticking around definitely i have to agree with that i mean mgm hasn't dropped him either or have is it just atlantic that's dropped him he's still with mgm like with rick ross and the rest of them yeah he is but i mean that's you know that's kind of like a domino effect because yeah yeah so um homecoming week just passed on our campus and there was like a bunch of just different things going on so like what do you our kind of i guess review of homecoming I mean, week. homecoming week was, it was all right. Um, nothing really special, especially since I think. Yeah, we, I mean, we didn't win the game or anything. I mean, okay, <laughs> actually, you know what? You're right. That's the one thing you have to applaud. Shout out to the boys basketball team this year. Yeah. They finally brought it home after three years of being here. I can finally say I watched us win a <laughs> freaking homecoming <laughs> game. Shout I'm out, sorry. Shout out to Vida Fennell, Palmdale in the building. We keep going. <laughs> okay but um yeah that's only like the events throughout the week were pretty good but like overall like the whole like event was the the best thing was just the boys winning that's pretty much it yeah i think the the contestants for homecoming uh that wasn't very entertaining uh at all it was very awkward seeing who won like <laughs> I have to agree. I really wish that they would just announce the winners during halftime yeah. just because the stands are filled with people who don't even watch basketball 99% of the time. They're only there for that one day. Right. Yeah, so I'm just like, why are you here? And they're not in the right they were to mind. do that. Then those people would probably leave. And exactly. I need my space back. But we want the, the roles <laughs> to be filled with people. So that I like, I don't care people... about their feelings. <laughs> okay. I really don't. Like, if you're here for the, like, the whole reason the homecoming is to watch the game, not to see who wins 
king or queen with your little popularity contest. Yeah. Yeah, so, I wasn't up for that either. Like, it's not... If BSU had a candidate... Oh. Maybe we would have been more invested, but I wouldn't that's neither here nor there. Because I know what you... Are you saying... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, you were supposed to... Yeah. Or, was like, encouraged to go into that, but... I just feel as though, like, that space is kind of, I don't know. I don't like that whole homecoming kind of scene. I don't either. It's not, it's like, like, I understand, like, it wouldn't have been, like, I personally think it would have been fun, but I just, like, this last week, I've had no time for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, and this week also, I have no time for myself. So, like, I'm focused on me more than, like, extra stuff. A lot of pressure, kind of. And also, Would you dance with Winola since that was one of the <laughs> that was the that was the challenge? Uh, we would leave that to like Mache and Kristen and them because <laughs> yeah. I can't dance. <laughs> be honest. Yeah, we be. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, the game was lit too. Uh, I was surprised. I was frankly, to be honest, I was surprised that we beat Chico because last year they <laughs> blew us out. Yeah, we had them looking like the Warriors last year. So yes. Uh, that was a pleasant surprise because they got some dude on there. He looked like he's in the NBA now. How big he is! Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's that's about it for my homecoming. I had work, so I had to leave the game early. But I watched it on the little stream thing, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I didn't even know we had announcers at the game, so that was interesting to see. We do we not always have? We do, but like, but like TV announcers. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So, um, what is it this week or next week? We're having the Black Excellence Ball. Next week, next which week. Which will be held in the... Faculty... Development Center. Yes. The cabin across campus. Um, the nicest so like, building. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I don't know why I said that. What's the... T- <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Make sure you get your tickets because we're selling out. Uh, by the time this is uh, probably put out, we'll have sold out of tickets. But... I'm saying that now, but still send Black Student Union an email because we might be able to squeeze you in. Yes. Maybe. Is that what we're supposed to have to perform at? Did we already talk about that? Did I mess up the... Um, no, this is a secret. Oh, okay. Got but it. you guys would be pleasantly surprised. Oh, yes. Um, I want to go back to Black Panther just a little for a minute just because I also thought of another film that I think we should kind of be encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um. Have you guys heard of A Wrinkle in Time coming out? Oh, yes. yes. That's yes. with Oprah. Is she wearing mm-hmm. the... And the director yeah. is... Let me... Um, Ava... Oh, Ava, Ava DuVernay. Yeah. DuVernay. Yeah. She, she writes some bombshells, y'all. She she does. Mm. Didn't she... She really does. She wrote... Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't she write Orange... Not Orange is the New Black. No. Um, Dear White People. Yes. Yes, yes. she did. She, she did. was yes. the one who wrote that one. Yeah. She wrote that, mm-hmm. she wrote that one. She wrote... That show The Shy that's on mm-hmm. um, Shy. Yeah. yeah, she wrote The Shy. She's written amazing shows. Are you sure she wrote that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The the film or the movie? I mean, the film or the TV show? Um, I want to say the TV show. I think okay. she, yeah, because I think she just got a deal with Netflix like this last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think she's writing some stuff in them, but she puts out, yeah, Wrinkle in Time. I read that book when I was a kid, so. Uh, I think it's really great to see the movie come to life. And I mean, like, you don't even have to read the book to see that it's going to be really good. And, you know, like, the main characters are, like, very relevant people and they just 
tell this whole amazing magical story. So that's definitely a movie that you guys should be looking out for too. Wait, yeah, what, I'm definitely what is, excited to see it. What is it even about? Um, so it's about this girl. Her name's Meg, and like she's like going through like the phases of like middle school and stuff, and um, like basically. It's kind of hard to explain because I haven't read the book in like such a long time. But but basically, she's like transported to this world, and she like a long time ago that she thought her father had passed away, but actually it turns out he's alive in this real um this like like other dimension, and she's trying to save him and also save the world at the same time. And she like has one of her classmates with her. It's and honestly it's a, whole story. a very confusing book. It really it is great, and I like I failed whatever assignment. I was <laughs> I know what you're talking about. We had to, there used to be a program called AR reading. And I read that book for like, and you had to take a test on the book that you read. And I barely passed that test, but I love the book so much that I think I was just like, I kind of like picked up on like the main story, Mm -hmm. but the book is kind of confusing. But once you understand what's going on, it's really my tiny little like three brain cell mind could not handle that (laughs) But it was still entertaining. Yeah. Like it was really, it's a really odd like book. Like the amount of ca- the characters yeah. that are in mm-hmm. it. There's like a cloud person. Yes, I yeah, believe. there is. Yeah, is it God? There, there's like a lot that? of yeah. religious the undertones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. But um, I would like to retract the statement. Um, she did not write or direct. Dear White People the show. Who who wrote it then? Mm-hmm. Who wrote it? Yeah. Um, I swear, I thought it was her. Well, maybe Damn it was the movie. Narrative. Could have been the movie created by Justin Simeon, based on the movie who was also written by Justin Simeon. Oh what? So, oh, so the movie was written by Je- who wrote the, the show? Both. He both. did both. Then what the hell did Ava do? And they do? <laughs> she did. I mean, <laughs> she worked on Thirteen. Oh. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she worked really on Thirteen. On- Selma. Okay, time. Um, Selma. I remember Selma. Thirteen, like the thirteen reasons why thirteen. No. Oh, thank God! No, I was about to say mass incarceration. Oh, the right, you 13th had me shooketh for like the two movie seconds. 13th. Okay, yeah. I was about to say I was like shooketh. Yeah. Like, why would she do that yeah. one? I don't even. I feel like that the thirteen was, reasons why. Hold on. 13 yeah. The thirteen why. reasons why is one of those books that should have those one of those shows that should have stayed as a book. I'm serious. I, 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 I feel book. like it was a good show. I read the book. The was book was show. so much enlightening, more than watching the show. Like I watched one episode and I turned it off. That's yeah, I feel like it should have stayed like a book. I thought the show wasn't as good as people made it out. To it wasn't. Back, there I'm wasn't. Like, Why did I watch it? It wasn't. Like, it wasn't. Twilight shit. Not when even she, fake no, when she stuff. when she finally committed the act of suicide, mm-hmm. I'm sitting in my head like, why did they just show that? Yeah, that grossed me out. About that show is that they really like. It felt like they were almost making suicide look cute. It was like for shock value and they were trying to make it look cute. And I'm like, the book does not make it look cute. Like if you read the book, it's like real. Like I cried at the end of the book because I was just like, oh, my gosh, like this girl went through this and like all this extra stuff. And then like Mm -hmm. the the show was just like it was like more like like you said, like making it look all pretty. I'm like, it's not it's not pretty. Like the fact that they're making a season two just kind of proves that it's really not about preventing suicide or raising awareness. Exactly. They're making a season two for a book. I don't even know. I don't even know how they're going to make a season two because the book ends at a certain point. So. Right. Right. It ends like how the show. I mean, the show ends how the book. ends. Exactly. What's the point? I didn't like how people got their tapes either. It'd be like the smallest thing in the world. 
And she would just be like, <laughs> welcome <laughs> to your tape. <laughs> you know? Right. The, dude, the dude, oh wait, is it spoiling? Who cares? No one It's cares. been like a year. It's been a yeah. year. The, the dude got his own tape and didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> no. He was like, the, she, like, she gave him a tape and he was all, he was like, oh my God, how did I get this? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was so over the show. I watched like one episode or half of an episode and turned it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Um, I guess our next topic was what? Just roommate experiences? Yeah. Oh, mm. oh we have a lot of stories for these, huh? <laughs> mm. You know, would you like would you like to start off with Nola? I would love to start off. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Let's start up. Let's start off with um, my sophomore year in the dorms. Um, I was trying to find new roommates for the year because I think my other friends they said that they weren't gonna live on campus, but then they ended up living on campus. But that's a whole different story. But um, yeah, they they. Like, they really were going to go through with one thing, but they didn't end up, and so they just used housing as their fallback. But, um... I know what she's about to say. <laughs> so, I ended up rooming with these girls that were all friends. So, I went in a room with the girls and all friends, and that's the first thing, no offense, that you should never do, is go in a room with a group of girls that are all friends, because everyone will end up turning against you. So, everything was fine at first, but then... These girls just started, like, giving me the close holder, and I was like, okay, what's going on? Like, what's going on? What's going on? Like, I don't know what's going on. So, uh, until, like, the night, like, I came back from work one night, and I found my towel on the floor. Like, my shower towel. So, I picked it back up, and I put it on the rack, and then I leave for five minutes, and it's on the floor again. (laughs) And I was like, something's going on. So, I put it back up, and then I leave. And then and 20 minutes later, on it's the on the floor. floor. Again. What? Oh my gosh. Oh, hell right? no. So, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, I um, I went and I was like, I kind of confronted and I was like, okay, like, what's going on? First of all, I didn't even tell you about what the one, like, weird, kind of, like, low key racist thing that they did, but they hung my pillow pet, bruh. Yeah. I heard they, about that. Wait, like, I what? They that. took my keychain, put the pillow pet, on the keychain and hung it. They earned themselves a tape, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they got to sell the tape. They well, wait, it. Why did, did they explain why they did that? They said it was a joke. That's not. What's the joke that they no. said? <laughs> <laughs> That's they, what I'm they saying. Put the, the What's the, the joke? Keychain. They put it on the keychain and they hung it from my room. Like the girl in my room, because I lived in a double back then. So, like, two of us were living in one room and they hung it on a thing and then the pillow pet was hung. I have the picture. Hold on. I still have the picture. Well, I mean, they can't see it. They can't see it, obviously. <laughs> but y'all need to know I have the picture. So if y'all ever want to <laughs> see it, I can show y'all. But anyways, back to the towel incident. So I confronted them and I was like, okay, what's going on? And all of a sudden, everyone's just like, well, you haven't been doing this, this, and this, and this, and this. And I'm like, okay, why haven't you told me in person <laughs> that I haven't been doing this stuff? And they're just like, well, we expect you to know by now. I, I'm not a mind reader. Like, let me just look into my crystal ball exactly, and find out what Joyce. So, right so in order to let you know that there were some chores that you need to pick up on, they kept putting your towel on the floor. Basically, basically. Okay. And wow. at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just take your food out the refrigerator. I'm gonna right. leave. No, at this point, I'm gonna just leave. I left. I left. So I moved out and I got myself a single. And then, literally, like a month into that next semester. One my old roommate calls me on the phone. She's like, "Hey, Winola, I found your ID card 
in our room. And I was like, oh, what, what, like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, it was in the freezer. What was in the freezer? My ID card was in the freezer. How'd it get in the freezer? You see what I mean? I don't get it. Wait. They put the ID card in the freezer, Ashton. They didn't want to. <laughs> they wanted to preserve its. You know what I mean? They were trying to be good roommates. Wow. <laughs> they put it in the freezer. Wait, wait, like, what's the ID card going to do in the freezer? It's not liquid. It's just, it's, it's a card. They was being petty. They just they were just they being, being petty, petty as hell. Oh, like they previously hit it. Yeah, I didn't See, even you know. Didn't that part. I didn't I even know. She, like, had no, a new ID no. And they just happened to. Put, I was confused. no. They they was extra. And at that point, I was like, you know what? Thank God I moved out. At that point. But you had already spent that five dollars to get a new ID. Huh? Exactly. Mm. But I have two ID cards now, so <laughs> keep it on lock. That's comedy. Do you? Do you, I feel like you have a lot of stories. To I it. mean, I wish somebody would have told me that earlier to like not be roommates with people who are already friends, <laughs> because like being that this is my first year, it's been so rough. You have to be careful because like. <laughs> Oh yeah, watch yourself. <laughs> but like, I mean, like we've talked it out, you know. Like, we kind of had like an understanding, at somewhat. But it's just like it was like so hard before because it was this thing of like it's always two against one, mm-hmm. and just like the whole like you need to do this and you need to do that and blah 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 and whatnot. And it was just like it was stressful. Like I'm pretty sure I cried at some point, and I'm just like I want to move out of this room. But then they were just like, no, you can't move out of this room because there's no other dorm that can accommodate you other than oh. this room. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. So I'm just like, that's kind of stupid. They, they was lying to you. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. So but, I don't think I have like horrible roommate experiences. You're lucky. Wait. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, I like how you just said, I, okay. I don't have any, but then you remember. Should I disclose which year this was? I have two, actually. Disclose, disclose the year. Disclose I have a feeling I know. Just so, okay, disclose so one one night, I think I was in my bed. Um, fuck it, this was my freshman year. <laughs> oh my God, I think I know this story. I think I, I know this story. Okay. I've never told anybody this, like, except for like, a few people. Okay. But, um, so I had, yeah, I had my, I had three roommates. I had a single and one roommate and his friends, those aren't the people I'm talking about, but they were like in the living room, I think watching TV. And then the other roommate came home, I believe like belligerent drunk. And he was like, they were just having like a conversation. They were laughing at him. And he was like, like out of nowhere, like fuck niggers. (laughs) (laughs) I woke up from my sleep so fast. And I went into the living room and I, I was like, my I was like half asleep by this time because it was like really like 2 a.m. I want to say. And I was like, I literally just stared at him. And he was like, <laughs> dropped to the floor. But I did, and I went back to sleep. And after that, the next morning, he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, he said it or was Exorcist, it one of his friends? Bro. No, he said sorry. What? But he, he said that? Yeah, he said that. I don't know how you was still your roommate. Bold. I would have been calling everybody, been like, right. we gotta we gotta talk real quick. I'm calling the a, signal. Um, right. He was a like, um, student. So oh, he, I I mean these hands do not discriminate. They, they really don't. I don't care. Yeah, but that was I mean that's the first experience. The second one, 
Uh, was it still freshman year? Or I won't, another year? I won't disclose which year this was, okay. just because this person, like, they didn't do anything bad to me, but they were just like a really odd roommate. Did they ever speak? No, they spoke. I mean, one. I'll just tell you one experience so you can judge how like interesting this roommate was. That one time I came into the living room and they had their legs up in the air, wide open, watching what golf. Naked. <laughs> no. Wait, wait. In like pajamas, just like spread in the air. Like a V shape? Let's spread eagle. Oh my God. What the heck? And I went to get cereal. I was like, but I kept it pushing because, like, I was, I wanted cereal. You're like, that ain't my, that is not my business. You're right. So that's the extent of my roommate experience. What about you, Michael? Yeah. I I don't have anything like terrible, terrible, but I have like a funny story about uh, my roommate junior year. Or one of them, but uh, so like he was this, he was. Let me preface this story. He was a foster child growing up, so he did not know his actual like ethnic and racial racial background and stuff like that. But he looked white, so he just assumed he was white, obviously, and so like he was very proud of that. So he'd have like. An American, he had like an American flag in his room, like Confederate, you know, whatever. And when like the election was happening, you know, he was wearing the Trump hats and, you know, all, all sorts of stuff. And then one day he comes in my room and he's like, hey, man, just to let you know, like, I'm going to go get <laughs> I'm going to go get a test to see how American I am. And I'm like, wait, how American he wanted to figure out, like. You know those tests like um like 23 how much and percentage, me like yeah. European he yeah, is I, like yeah. white oh, like the ancestry thing yeah. oh ancestry test well, okay. I, I, I know where you're getting that American? yeah I know where you're getting that but that's neither here nor there so like okay so he takes the test <laughs> and he gets the results like two weeks later he he comes in the room he's like hey dude um so, I found that I'm a quarter black. <laughs> no. Oh my yeah, just a quarter. God. He didn't look at it all. Though. I know somebody a quarter and they don't look at either. Yeah, but is he Creole? If you if you could see, <laughs> I mean, that's the I only mean, thing that makes sense at that point. Right. If you could see the look of disappointment on his face that he, oh, no. that he found out he was black, no. it was comedy. Like it sounds bad, but it was hilarious. Wait, but oh why did he God. just come? He just came in your room and was like, "I'm gonna get a blood test." You know what? For some reason in my life, people love to just approach me and say weird shit. What's like, sign are you? Huh? What sign are you? I am I am the fish. You're a Pisces? I'm a Pisces. Pisces? Yeah. yeah. Like what, if wait, I go downtown, homeless people just talk to me. Well, I mean like homeless wait, people talk to everybody. Buddy. No, but like to the extent where like they're, they're, they're standing next to me, like really chopping it up. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, when is your See, birthday? That's like my, I mean, my March mom. 2nd. What? Wait, yeah. are you sure? I'll March the that? 6th. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My mom wow. says that, yeah. like, that happens to her too, but she's in Aquarius. I don't know. Those are what she's saying. Signs don't matter. They don't exist. Yeah, but, but say, I is there any validity to that? No. <laughs> no. Okay. I just like to entertain it because it's fun. Oh, well, yeah. Like, no, I just, I, I thoroughly enjoyed seeing his reaction to that because you can tell his whole life is flashing before his eyes. I, I would too. I would too at that point. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. quarter blood. Right. Right. What's up, brother? 
Yeah, I would say that a lot. <laughs> like, I'm not the only brother in this room, huh? <laughs> he was like, yeah, dude, I guess not. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. How American I am. Yeah. Wait, okay. So wow. Does he not know, like, the difference between, like, race and nationality? Um, you would not. be surprised how many people don't know the dynamics of all that. And, like, I'm a social major. And so... There's even a lot of that's like the main thing in sociology. One of the main things sociology focuses on, and a lot of the sociology majors don't even know it. So, yeah, I guess I mean, it's a testament to our uh, I mean, program here. But I mean, how do you not know the difference? Be- <sighs> I don't know. Maybe it's because I already like I've been knowing since I was a little kid. Like you know, I'm Nigerian as an ethnicity, but nationality I'm American. So I don't know how. I don't know. I just. I, it just doesn't make sense, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know either. Those things, those things can be kind of, like, tricky to, I guess, to pinpoint, I know. Because, okay, for example, my dad is African-American. My mom is Black British. And then my grandparents on my mom's side are, are Guyanese. And then my the rest of my dad's family is mostly from, like, the South, so it's still African-American. So, like, I don't know, like, what ethnicity-wise I would consider. I, w- I mean, like, obviously I'm Black, mm-hmm. but, like, do I claim Guyanese or do I claim, like, certain things? Like, I don't know what to, like, you don't know what to, like... Yeah, right. I think, I feel like that's a really interesting dynamic between, um, like, for Winola, for instance, how you say you're Nigerian. So, like, you know, in our Black Student Union, means just Black Student Union, everyone mm-hmm. comes together. But well, there's like a lot of different backgrounds. Like half of us don't know our culture or where we come from or anything really about ourselves. Whereas the other half, they know. And like, I don't know. I feel like mentally that plays a part in a lot of uh, problems within our own community personally. But um, yeah, because yeah. I feel like you, if you know your culture, you have a code. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what? You have like a code, like certain things you don't do. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. And then like, like to answer your question, Ashton. I mean, like in the end, it's like, like you can never really like figure, like fully, excuse me, fully figure out like where everyone from your family is from. Well, it's yeah. it's hard. Actually, but I'm sorry, no, okay. no, no. But like my grandparents did on my mom's side, they did uh-huh. a twenty three me ancestry yeah, uh, ancestry Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot where it said that they were from, but we got that like really cool results. That's cool. I don't. I'm, I'm guessing. I don't. I don't know where. Yeah, I but... forgot what. The, <laughs> yeah, what but was. I mean, like. I wanna. Yeah, I'm gonna stop talking about me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I, I see your point. Like you know, like you do. Like Micah said, you do technically have a club, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, like when I was growing up, like being African was not was not the was not the thing like African booty scratcher. I've been called so many things like <laughs> yeah. I granola has turned into granola bar, granola, <laughs> vanilla, vanilla, <sighs> I don't even know like things don't e- that don't even make sense that, to me and that's I'm just an interesting like roast for wow. a fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like things right. that don't even make sense is what I get. And I'm like that like growing up that was not like the lifestyle you wanted how like I wanted to be like African American. I wanted to be quote unquote black you know mm-hmm. but like now it's just like everyone's like I want to be in touch like I want to know where I come from and it's just like well I've been knowing and like now you guys are suddenly like 
embracing like this factor that you've been having, you know? So it's just like, you see that dynamic plan, like you said, and the thing, and it low key like ties into Black Panther too. Cause like you were saying earlier, like people are like hopping this up as if it's like an African revolution when really it's just a superhero movie with black people in it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> just like Luke Cage was the Netflix series. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody, I mean, we did talk about Luke Cage when it came out for a minute, but like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I haven't watched that either. I haven't watched it either. I watched yeah. like a few yeah. episodes. I haven't finished it. Yeah. I haven't watched it either. Yeah. I watched Daredevil though, which is connected to it. But I didn't finish that either. Daredevil's Honestly, the Luke entire Cage? like Netflix, um, Marvel kind of universe, I don't find that. They're all like it's not interesting. Like Hulu has one now. Like it's off this comic book called The Runaways. I like I like read the first issue. Um, it's not. It's they're just not interesting. If it's not through like the movies, I don't know. People are so attached to the movies, it's really hard to get like interested in the shows. Like I'll watch the shows, but I'm not really like into them. You know right. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like Yeah. I mean like the only way I kinda like watch like a Marvel show is like if I'm like babysitting and that's like the only thing that like, shuts them up, you know? Mm-hmm. But otherwise I'm not really a huge fan of it. Something yeah. I wanna since we're talking on the subject of media. Um, apparently, I forgot, I read an article recently that there was, like, a a lot of different black sitcoms that are being, um, what's the word? Oh, re-upped? Like, oh, yeah, Martin. Martin's yeah. coming yeah. back. And Martin is coming back. back. Yeah, Martin's yeah coming back. but with Kevin Hart. Oh, replacing Tommy? Wait, I don't sure? know if he's replacing Tommy or what not, but he's in it. Where'd you, you hear that? But is Martin going to be in it, though? Like, Martin? Of course, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, but Kevin Hart's added also oh. see I just but I don't but it's not clear if he's playing Tommy or like an extra person or not I, I think- would like for there to be more black media that's not based on a things that we've already had because I think okay yeah. something that my mom was right. talking about how we all we had like a lot when she was like in the what 90s 80s mm-hmm. there was like a lot of black sitcoms and I was yeah. like you don't see that as much I don't think the solution is to Rebring back the ones that we've previously had. I think the thing is to like have more, make more, yeah, make more stories. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like Disney, like being the dead horse. Like, you know, they're making a Kim Possible live action movie. Are you serious? Yeah, they just announced that. (laughs) Who gonna be Kim? I I want Zendaya to be Kim, but Mm. she, I think she's officially like timed out of her Disney contract. Like, she still works for Disney, but she should be the villain. Right. Oh, she should um, be she go. The group okay. with the yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. I wanna see how they gonna <laughs> the Rufus <laughs> Right. I wanna see what's gonna happen with that. The rat. Naked more rat. He's a naked more rat. More I don't even think that does it really make a difference? I don't, really think, what I don't really think it he's makes a, a difference. He's a naked more rat. That's it's just a mole. Well, I mean, well, because a regular rat has fur. More rat is not like it's a different we're talking about rat. <laughs> I know. So a mole rat is not a rat. Like they're two different animals. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, getting. Yeah. No, I don't look yeah. 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 No, I think you're right. I you're think right. you're right. But let's yeah, drop I the topic. Right. Let's drop the topic. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that is going to conclude the ninth episode <laughs> of Black at Stan. Uh, are there any closing words that any of you would like to say? I thought we were going to do Bird of the Week. Oh, Bird of the Week. <laughs> My apologies. Bring right. Bring, Bring it back. back. Bring Rewind. It back. Um, so, Winola would like to take this 
segment. Okay. So, so earlier this month, we had like a, I'm not going to name names, but we had like an event. Um, and we were expecting someone to show up. And because apparently we didn't confirm with them, they didn't show up when they're the ones who kind of planned the whole event. So um, we were just like, that, that, that has to go to you. Yeah, so um, Bird of the Week goes to that person for not sticking to their commitments. If you say you're going to do something, do it, because that's what we do as adults. Yes, I agree. And, um, yeah, that's that. Okay, with that. <laughs> yeah, with that, we're going to end the episode. Uh, bye. Sure you, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Make sure you show up to the next um, BSU meeting and tune in to our next episode whenever that comes out as well. Yes. Uh, uh, thank you for inviting me on your show today. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes. <laughs>